Hi guys, welcome back to another podcast. Today we're doing Crystal Palace and we're actually doing it with a Brighton fan today. So how are you doing, Alex? I'm doing good, thanks. Thanks for inviting me on. It's not the team I would have wanted to talk about, but it's uh, still (laughs) interesting. (laughs) So would you say Palace is the game you look forward to most in a calendar year? I I think so, especially the evening games at the MX. Um, There was that one, which we won, I think, 3-1 3-1 or 3-2 a couple of years ago. That was amazing. Yeah, that was definitely the best atmosphere I felt at the MX for sure, yeah. Yeah, I remember one of the Brighton centre-backs got subbed off and Balogun came on and scored. Um, yeah, <laughs> Balogun a... scored on his first touch, yeah. yeah. And that was the one where Andone scored a wonder goal. It was amazing. Uh, yeah, that was a great game. And yeah, um that was a very Roy Hodgson team, but now we're looking to a Palace team who have replaced him after so many years with um, a man I'm very familiar with, Arsenal legend. You are Patrick indeed. Yeah. And um, yeah. his job is to essentially transform an ageing side who played really pragmatic football and they've consistently avoided relegation, but he needs to try and turn them into a more vibrant attacking force, which allows these young players to shine and thrive yeah you're definitely right because I think Roy Hodgson's been there four seasons now and um, he was pretty consistent throughout they were finishing on sort of 40 something points solid mid-table but I think if he were if he was going to stay that's all they'd really amount to and yeah, yeah I think I think it's good for them that they're trying to change it up do something a bit more exciting yeah um, I think um, Vieira is a well I've heard he's not like really tactically astute he's just a great man manager which is what you get from these player turn managers now I've yeah I've heard that apparently he doesn't really have a specific style or philosophy he's um I think he's still sort of quite new and so he's trying to figure that out it it should definitely be interesting to see for sure I think they're going to struggle with this the number of players that that have been leaving this uh, yeah there's a lot of outgoings especially the older members of the squad. So you've mm. seen um, Patrick Van Arnholt, Mamadi Sacco, Andros Townsend, Gary Cahill, etc., etc. They've all headed off and they've brought in some new signings. So, for example, they've brought in Gwehi from Chelsea for 20 million. Mm-hmm. I've seen Gwehi. Yeah. He was, so he was at Swansea, yeah, the team that uh, did quite well, actually. They got to the player finals which is quite impressive I don't know too much about him but I'm quite keen on Anderson from Fulham I yes. thought he was that was a very good signing from them actually yeah because obviously I think their um their defense was by far their weakest part last season they conceded something like 60 something goals and uh that's that's only the third uh most goals conceded so if it was just on goals conceded they'd be relegated really yeah good point. I think it's it's good improvement to have made and he made a great first debut season at Fulham I remember the game at Anfield where he defended so well I think he won man of the match and they managed to get a win at Anfield like not yeah, many teams was, can say they did that yeah yeah even despite Liverpool not being great obviously it takes a lot to go to Anfield and win. He was definitely one of my favourite players for Fulham last season. Definitely. Yeah, sure. And um, they've also signed, even though it's just on loan, Conor Gallagher, who went on loan to oh, yeah. West Brom last yeah. season. He also won Chelsea Academy Young Player of the Year. So I've heard from a lot of the yeah. Chelsea fans, he's a good young prospect. 
Yeah, he was one of the few players for West Brom who actually stood out because there was a lot of mediocrity in that team. But he was decent. He scored a couple of yeah. good goals. I think I remember. Yeah, I, I remember some standout performances under West Brom, even though they were a pretty shocking team, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also and... heard about um, Michael Elise. Yes, I was just Have you heard of him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know whether he's going straight in. He's still quite young, isn't he? Yeah, but, um, he did quite well for um, Reading last season, didn't he? Yeah, there's a lot of similarities to strike between him and uh, Eberé Ezi, who's mm. already there. And where Eze's was he gonna... signed from? He was signed from QPR, but he oh, also okay. won Championship Young Player of the Year the season before, which is what Elise did too. And they both play across the attacking midfield line. They can play in any three. They're quite versatile. And yeah, they both just seem really direct and vibrant in attack. And I think they'll be really exciting to watch, actually. It should be good because I think they do need to strengthen their attack as well as their defence. Yeah. I mean, I think, and this is a classic Brighton fan complaint, but they are kind of overly reliant on Zaha, as we know. Yeah, um, I'm sure we'll get on to that. I'm not set. sure. I'm not sure they're 100% certain that he's going to stay. Yeah, it will be interesting to see because he's always been pushing for a move, you could see. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I can see him easily getting 15 goals this season if he knuckled down. It's, it's all about his mental state is mm-hmm. Zaha. He's, he, everyone knows is. he's got the talent, but sometimes on his day, he can let other players' comments get the better of him. You know, it's very easy to wind up. And his Palace are basically a one-man band. If people, teams just stick two people on him, then he'll just get frustrated and sort of, you know. Yeah, no, true. absolutely. I think he scored 11 last season so there's no reason why he can't um, go and do even better than that actually yeah. I was surprised looking through and Teke scored 10 goals yeah That's that went under impressive. the radar yeah um, it really did um, Vieira came out and said that he thinks he's the best aerial threat in the Premier League I think some people will disagree <laughs> I mean, with that but to be fair that is one of his stronger attributes like yeah. he has plenty of flaws but he's decent in the air I'd say and he is a proven Premier League striker he yeah. may not have been for the past couple of years but he's yeah he stepped up a bit actually yeah and, and i know you're a big fan of eze yes i love eze <laughs> he was he's, injured for it last season wasn't he he, he picked up an injury two weeks before the end of the season and now he's going to miss the start which will be a shame but i'm really excited for him i think he can really add to his goal tally in the premier league and mm. I think he just needs a bit more of an end product, just needs to, you know, score a few more goals, get a few more assists, but I'm sure that'll come with time. It was a great debut season, though. Yeah, definitely. He's still really, really young, right, isn't he? Yeah. He's, I think, under the age of 21. And Elise joins at the age of 19, scored seven goals last season and 12 assists, so... I think all these signings, actually, they've made are quite young. Anderson, Gwehi, I think they're really kind of looking to the next generation. Yeah, it's a really exciting Palace side, which isn't something you could have said over the past few years. So. No, no. Previously, uh, I'd describe them as efficient. <laughs> they score the minimum number of goals to stay up. Yeah, they love a good 1-0, 2-0, and then just keep the ball and drop back. That was it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think Tyrek Mitchell is going to slot in at left-back. He showed promise last season. Yeah, he's good. He's a bit Lamptey-esque. 
<laughs> in some ways. Quite yeah. excited. I'm excited by him too. And yeah, um, I think Milivojevic is actually being phased out now, but he mm. was a staple in their midfield for years. Who do you think penalties are now going to go to? I don't know. He's so good at them, though. I, yeah. I think it's strange to take him off them. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else in the squad. Essentially Zaha. Zaha Benteke. Yeah, yeah one of them will probably step yeah. up and, and take penalties. Yeah. And I think Palace will look to do some more business because they've got a really tricky start to the season, actually. Yeah, I was looking at that as well. They've got three kind of top six, traditional top six anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, in their great. first five. So I think we can easily see them quite low down and lose yeah. some confidence early on. I hope they stick with Vieira, though. They don't just dispatch of him after four or five weeks because yeah. that'll be a shame. From what I was reading, Vieira wasn't actually that terrible in France. Yeah, He, he actually had some pretty good results, especially in the first two seasons. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think they should stick with him and see how it goes for a bit. He's got more experience as a manager than Frank Lampard did, for example. He's not a totally unknown quantity. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that Steve Parrish has actually gone out and backed him in the market because it's mm. quite a risky strategy what they've ended up going for, isn't it? No. It is risky, yeah. You've got to sign players, though, and I think they have spent it in the right position so far. Yeah, that, The I... defence was definitely what they need to upgrade on. I think they're still yet to replace Van Bissaka, so they could... Mm, we could see an exciting get, new right-back. Yeah, that would be great to see. And at times, their defensive midfield is a, a maybe a bit short. They could maybe invest in one or two of them. But I do actually quite like the sound of Zaha, Ezi, Elise, Benteke, and they even side Jean, Jean-Philippe Mateta last year. <laughs> well, don't say that name. No. <laughs> the thing is, he's not been very good since signing for Palace. He hasn't, no, he hasn't been particularly impressive, but he did score one very good goal against Brighton. Yeah. It, was, it was very impressive. The I was of... so sure Brighton were going to win that game. I put a bet on them, and then it was a draw in the 90th minute. So I thought, oh, let me try and recoup some of the money. So I put a bet on a draw, and then, of course, Palace just had to score, didn't they? It was, oh. So two two goals from two shots the whole match. Oh, I remember that. that is it was an absolute classic. A stat buster is the <laughs> Um So where do you think Palace are going to finish this season? I think that's very dependent on Zaha. If he goes, if they're going to get relegated, I I, I think it is as simple as that. To be honest, um, but I I think if he stays, then a solid kind of. 16 is what, I, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So if a, if a Brian fan's even saying they, they're not going to go down this season, that must be pretty promising for them. Well, yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. But I think if Roy Hodgson was still there, you could like say with quite a lot of certainty, yeah, 14, yeah. 15 kind of thing. But now yeah. it could go either way. They could have a much better season than before uh, yeah. with all these new players and the new style. But equally, they could collapse like with De Boer. And, you know, maybe Vieira won't even be there <laughs> by yeah. the end of the season. Yeah, it's, it could go either way, really. Um, I'm not really sure what to expect from them. They're one of the more more of an unknown quantity. Like you have teams like Norwich, who you sort of know what you're going to expect from them, don't you? And yeah. Villa, West Ham, that sort of team. But I think Palace, Palace Burnley and Newcastle, they're sort of in like a lower mid-table stroke relegation mm-hmm. battle 
and not really sure which way it's going to go. Um, it's hard to know. Yeah, they haven't finished below 14th in the past four seasons, so that's pretty impressive. It's pretty good, but yeah. um, it's just, yeah, it's really difficult to know with Vieira coming in. Yeah, for sure. Um, now I'm just going to ask you some more generic questions. So, who do you think is going to win Player of the Year this season? For the whole Prem? Yeah, for the whole Prem. Oh, wow. That's an interesting one. I, oh, I don't know. I think it could be Fernandez again. I think he was just so exceptional last season. Did he win it this season? I think Ruben Diaz won it, but he was in contention okay, and he okay. had a great season. But I think I think it could be Fernandez. He was just he he's completely changed the face of Man United since coming in. Yeah, I, I yeah. can't remember a, a single player who's changed one club more than he has. Yeah, it's true. I guess it also depends on transfers to come now. Like if Kane was to go to City, then that would be quite an easy mm-hmm. easy name to bank on. And Kante's never yeah. won it. So if Chelsea win, it just depends on who wins the league, I guess. Yeah, Kante was, he's done really, really well recently. And especially with the Champions League win. Yeah. You know. It just really suits that, that Tuchel, Tuchel system. Because when he's in a two-man midfield, he can sort of be the third man. So they don't need three people there because he just makes up so much ground. Yeah, um, he just yeah. covers all the ground. Yeah, absolutely. He does. I think Chelsea could easily be in for a shout for winning this season. Yeah. I mean, especially with Lukaku potentially coming in. That's the Perfect. one key area they've been lacking. I mean, their defence is basically flawless. Yeah. And who do you think is um, going to win the Golden Boot? It could be Lukaku, you know. Think I think that's a bit, a bit of an outside chance, but I think it could be him, actually, because yeah. with all the other good players they have in, in the team, it really could be him. I can see that for sure, yeah. That'll be what about all... you? Remind me who it was last season, actually. Kane won it because he got oh, yeah. 20-something, I think, 24. Yeah, to be maybe. fair, if he, if he goes to City, then it's a different story, I think, maybe. Yeah. yeah. You've always got Salah and Kane in with a shout, and then Lukaku will drop in. Maybe Bruno if he keeps up the penalties, but mm, yeah, that's that's true. And is there anyone else? I'm trying to think. Potentially Son, but I think he's more of an, you know, you wouldn't bank on him too highly. Well, maybe, maybe with if Kane goes, he'll be more yeah, sort of focal point. point. It's possible. And uh, I, I just did a um, a Brentford pod, and Ivan Tony <laughs> just said he got asked, you know, how many goals you're expecting to score this season? 13, 14. And he said, I'm aiming for 20. So <laughs> you never know. Very ambitious. I like that attitude, though. Yeah. It's good to it's go in. Confident. Definitely what you want to hear from a recently promoted striker. And now I thought we'd just finish on your team to watch. I know you're a Brighton fan, so probably... I stay- would like to put, throw Brighton into the mix, actually, because I think... Last season just didn't really show our true potential. If I mean, if you look at our goal difference, just for example, it was I think something like minus six, which is comparable to top half. It really is. I think um, depending on how the transfer situation goes, if we get a new striker, and maybe it's just one of those ones where it it takes another extra season for it all to click and all to work. Um, yeah, I can see us finishing like tenth or something like that. I'd be really happy with that. Yeah, I could see that too. And you had such a strong defence, even though we took Ben White off you, I think it could end up working in your favour. You've got Veltman, 
And then when Lamptey's back, he works so well out on yeah. that wing back role. Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Brighton this season. Well, I'm really hoping we sign this uh, Cucurella as well with him and yeah. Lamptey on the wings. It would be amazing to watch. Yeah, he's from what I've heard, he's a great wing back. And I'm very excited about midfield. Yeah. Who in particular? Yeah, midfield as well with Basuma and Mwepu. And Mwepu. Oh, yeah, the computer. Such good sight. <laughs> the computer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I think he's much more of an attacking um, midfielder than Basuma is. So yeah. those two together, I think, will be amazing. Yeah, sure. Well, great. Thanks, Alex. It's been great having you on. My um, pleasure. Brilliant. I'm sure, I'm sure we will talk about Brighton, if not Palace, again soon. <laughs> Great. Cheers.